Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Julie here. I'm so excited to be with you today because we chatting about something that is super freaking important. In fact, I think it is probably the most important thing that will help you reach your goals, that will ensure you set out on a path of success and you take the steps necessary to reach it. Because I don't know about you, but I'm a dreamer. I love setting these huge goals for myself, maybe one year, three years, five years down the road. You guys know if you've listened to my podcast, I talk to you all about goal setting and creating a life and a body that you love. However, the goals are fine. The dreams are fine. But unless you're taking consistent action in that direction every single day and showing up, whether you feel like it or not, then you ain't going to get anywhere fast. They're always just going to be a pipe dream. And then that's why a lot of people set resolutions or they set goals and then they don't end up accomplishing them in their Therefore, they think that they are impossible to reach, but really they just didn't take the necessary steps and actions that they needed to take in order to get there. Because let's be real, we are creatures of habit. And when we have bad habits in place, whether we recognize them or not, those habits are the things that are preventing us from reaching our goals in the first place. And not only are we creatures of habit, we are emotional humans. And a lot of the time, our emotions dictate what we actually do in our day. So maybe we're a little bit tired so we don't end up making it to the gym or recording a podcast (laughs) and guilty of that one or we wait around until we feel like we are 100% ready in order to start taking action and I can tell you this in my business there are certainly days when I'm like okay well I don't really feel good yet so let me just wait till I have more energy then I'll create a podcast but you know what the whole damn day goes by and your girl doesn't record a podcast and if I just waited around until I felt 100% energized and ready to make it to the gym I would never make it to the gym because 90% of the time, I don't want to lace up my shoes. I don't want to go out the door, especially when it's freaking snowing and I walk to the gym (laughs) to get to the gym. So it's freaking cold outside. I don't want to do it. But if I let my emotions dictate what I wanted to do and if I was actually going to accomplish it, I literally would just sit on my couch all day long, wrapped in my blanket, watching Netflix and eating spicy hot Cheetos. In order to make progress in your life, you can not let your emotions dictate what you're going to get done. If you have a goal that's important to you, if you know what your values are and you want to live in integrity and in alignment with those values, then you got to show up and do the shit that you don't want to do on a daily basis. And listen, I'm all about self-care. I'm all about self-love. I'm all about honoring what your body, what your soul needs and all of that. But there's a fine line between using that as an excuse to be lazy and actually showing up and doing the things that you need to do in order to get shit done. Because self-care to me is 
not just about taking bubble baths and being super luxurious and just wallowing around all day and just relaxing. Of course, there's a time and a place for that. But self-care to me is honestly showing up and doing the things that are in alignment with what you actually want out of your life, even when you don't feel like it. And especially when you don't feel like it, that's the most important thing that I want to get across today. And that's why we're going to be talking about self-integrity. So what is integrity? Integrity is the practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. So in ethics, integrity is regarded as the honesty and truthfulness or accuracy of one's own actions. All in all, (laughs) that's a dictionary.com definition. But what it means to me is that you have a goal that you set for yourself and your daily actions are in alignment with that goal that you set for yourself. It's showing up. It's doing what you say you're going to do, even when you don't feel like it. And it's living by your values. The shocking thing is, if I were to ask you right now, we're going to get deep into this today. I'm going to ask you a few questions to figure out how you can create more self-integrity in your life. Are you actually living your values? And do you even know what your values are? It's crazy because a lot of times we say we have certain values like, yeah, I value health. I value having a meaningful career. I value uh, being in a relationship and having a great partnership, all this stuff. But then if you look at your calendar or you look at your habits, they completely say the opposite. Or to the contrary, we might have integrity with other people, but we so often drop the ball when it comes to having integrity with ourselves. So for example, prime example of when I started working for myself versus when I started or when I was working for somebody else. You show up at work every day at a certain time because your boss is watching you, right? She knows that you got to be there from nine to five. If you're late, she's going to come in your office and be like, girl, where you at? You about to get fired. You're not going to make any money anymore. And so that motivates you to keep showing up on time because there are consequences for your actions. But I realized very quickly when I started working for myself and creating my own schedule, I was way more flexible. I was like, yeah, I'll work nine to five for sure. That first two weeks when I left my job, I literally laid by the pool and just like scrolled on Instagram (laughs) for two weeks. And even today, it's still so difficult for me because I will color code my calendar. I have all these organization systems, all these things that I set up to ensure that I actually get shit done and I'm successful but I'm still a human and sometimes I don't feel like doing certain things and the luxury and also the downfall of creating your own schedule is that sometimes if you look at your calendar and it says 9 a.m create a podcast and 9 a.m rolls around and you had a rough night last night and you slept in a little bit you say oh I'll just do that podcast later but I've learned from experience that I just need to do the thing now whether it's the podcast whatever I have scheduled in my calendar I just need to get shit done now because the shocking thing is we show up for other people way, way, way more than we show up for ourselves. And if you're a people pleaser, like I used to be, I'm a recovering people pleaser is what I always say. Raise your hand right now because I know you feel this. You will do anything for anyone. But when it comes to actually having integrity and doing things to serve yourself, you always put yourself on the back burner. So that's why they say on the planes, you got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can put on the oxygen mask of other people. You got to show up for yourself in the same way that you show up for other people. And that to me is not just having integrity with other people, but it's having self-integrity, having integrity with yourself. So how do we create more integrity? And more importantly, how do we go from only having integrity with others to also having that same level of integrity with ourselves? The first thing I want you to think about is what are your values? Figure out what your values are. What is important to you? Not just the airy fairy. If you're just thinking off the top of your head and you say, oh, my friend, 
friends, my family, my career, my health, my self-care. Those are all values to me because what's crazy is I, I broke this down for myself and wrote out my values the other day and got in very, very specific detail about what it actually means to be in integrity with those values. For example, let's say your health is one of your values, right? Look at your habits right now. Are you living in alignment with that value? Are you consistently making healthy choices? Are you moving your body every single day? Are you taking into account your mental health as well as your physical health? If the answer is no to that, you are not living in integrity with those values. But the first step is figuring out what those values actually are and why they are important to you. Do what you gotta do if you gotta pause this, if you gotta write it out, if you're listening in the car on a walk, do this when you get home, or even just pause this podcast and think about it. What are your values? What is important to you and why is it important to you. And step two, where are you living in integrity and where are you living out of integrity? So a really cool way and a really eye-opening way to discover where you're living out of integrity and in integrity is taking a look at your calendar each week. This is a great way and I had to do this when I figured out what my values were. I looked at my calendar and for example, if I listed my relationships as my list of values, it was number one on my priority list. I always say family first, relationships first, I'm so about that. But then my schedule was showing that I was working 10 to 12 hours a day. I was not doing a date night consistently every week, even though that's something I wanted to do. I wasn't making time for friends or family or anything like that. I was just working all the time. So you can see that I was out of integrity with that. I said that family was my number one value, but really, if you looked at my calendar, work was my number one value. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. There's going to be different seasons when certain things are going to take priority over others. For example, if you're trying to build a business or you're trying to get a promotion at work, you might have to work longer hours and therefore your work becomes your number one priority and then your family is second. But as long as you are aware of that and aware of the fluctuations and aware that things can flip-flop back and forth, but ultimately what are your priorities? What are the top three to five? Understand that they are going to flip back and forth. But if you say your family is your number one priority and you think it is in the back of your mind, but your schedule says otherwise, it's a good way to kind of be observant of that. And when you see that your work has become your number one priority, you can make the switch if you decide, I understand that work is my number one priority. I know family needs to be my number one priority. So how can I leave the office at 5 p.m. and start spending more time with my family? Or how can I create more time, maybe schedule in date nights every week with my partner, or maybe set friendship dates or time to play with my kids and be so religious and unforgiving about scheduling in that time and actually doing it, whether you feel like it or not because that's the key. Another one of my favorite examples is when I start working with my clients and we talk about values, a lot of them come to me and say, my health is a very big priority to me. But when you're always canceling your gym sessions last minute, when something comes up, maybe you have to stay late at work and you decide I'm going to schedule the 530 class, knowing full well that you're probably going to have to stay late at work. And then all of a sudden you establish that you wanted to go to the gym four times that week and you've only made it once. It's probably an indication that number one, either your goals for health are unrealistic, maybe Maybe you just need to start at one day per week and build up from there. Or number two, health and working out and eating well is just not a priority for you. And that's okay because we're simply creating awareness about this without judgment. When you can create the awareness, that is how you can finally transform and make a change. If you look at that, you look at your habits right now and you say, Julie, you know what? No judgment, but I really am living out of alignment with what I say my value of health is. Then you can make the switches. You can start eating GPF, which you can listen to my podcast about GPF 
enough if you want to get into a healthier way of eating that is not obsessive or restrictive or controlling. Or if you want to start working out, start small. Schedule in 20-minute workouts two or three times per week and then build up from there. But if you say health is a priority and your schedule says otherwise right now, just be aware of it and try harder. Try to change it. So that was step number two, figuring out where you're living in integrity and where you are living out of integrity. You probably have an intuitive hit or a gut reaction to ooh, I know there's this one area in my life where I'm not living in integrity right now and that can be the one that you focus on to switch first and foremost. But how do you switch that? How do you go from, okay, Julie, I know I'm out of integrity with my health right now and I want to get better. There are certain ways that you can do it, but my best tip, which is tip number three, is to rely on accountability systems in the beginning until it becomes a habit for you. With your health as an example, maybe you schedule a gym class you cannot cancel without repercussions or maybe make a deal with a friend that you're going to make it to the gym three times this week or else you're going to pay her a hundred dollars and I don't know about you but money is precious to me and I ain't trying to give away a hundred bucks just because my lazy ass can't make it up and go to the gym okay so set up accountability systems with your health with your wellness if you need a coach hire a coach do whatever you got to do to ensure that it happens until it becomes a habit and until it just becomes part of your life but you got to figure out ways to make it work in the beginning when you are still vulnerable to your weaknesses and to your bad habits. And when it comes to work, whether you work for yourself or you have a side hustle, set strict boundaries for yourself when you are going to get shit done. Trust me, if you are trying to establish a side hustle or you're trying to start a business or a hobby or a passion project, I know how hard it can be to try to do that around your working hours. So let's say you have a nine to five job and then you're trying to come home, start this hobby, do all the things that you need to do in order to be successful in creating a business and all of that. But if it's important to you, you have to schedule it in. There's something I like to call the minimum effective dose of all of your habits. So what is the minimum that you can do in any area in order to keep seeing progress and making results. And maybe when it comes to building a business, that is just 30 minutes of doing whatever the thing you need to do is every single day or even five days a week. Start there and then you can always expand from there. Sometimes it can become overwhelming when the gap between where you are and where you want to be and where you know you can be is so vast, but all you have to do is take the first right step. Continue doing that every single day, every single week, and eventually you will be in a place that will be even closer to that dream version of yourself in your ideal situation than you ever anticipated was possible. But you got to put in the work every single day, whether you feel like it or not. So it's especially important when you come home from work after your nine to five, you're tired as hell. The last thing you want to do is actually work on your business, but you scheduled in 30 minutes of creating a podcast, for example, or starting a blog or doing whatever it is that you're doing. You got to do it. Even if it's not perfect, even though you feel like shit and you know that it's probably not going to be your best work ever. You just got to show up and you got to do it because that creates momentum. And the reason and the way you build trust in yourself is when you do what you say you're going to do over and over and over again. That is how you create trust with yourself. That is how you build confidence in yourself and your ability to actually succeed. And with your family and relationships, if you say family is your priority, schedule a weekly date night with your partner once a week and make it a non-negotiable. Come hell or high water, you ain't canceling that day, girl. Okay. You hear me? You ain't canceling 
cancel on that date because it is one of your values and is important to you. Or if you're trying to improve friendships or your relationships with your friends or your kids or whoever, schedule in dates for those as well. Last but not least, my favorite, if you're trying to wake up earlier so maybe you can fit in a little self-care time, y'all know I love my morning meditation and my journaling and planning for the day. I read over my goals and what's most important to me to remind me of my values every single morning because sometimes you just get in this reactive state where you're going through your day, day after day, and you just forget what's even important for you or why you're working so hard to achieve what. It's like, oh my God, I totally forgot what I'm even working for here. If you read your values every single day, that's a key way to stay motivated to do the shit you don't want to do. And even the shit you want to do, it's not always negative. (laughs) Sometimes you actually want to do this stuff, but you can't rely on waiting till you feel like it to actually do it. So I do my meditation, I do my movement, I do whatever, and I wake up earlier to make that happen, to ensure that that actually happens because that puts me in a positive, proactive headspace for the rest of the day. So if you're trying to make waking up earlier so you can fit in that self-care a priority, you can keep your phone away from your bed so you have to physically get out of bed in order to reach it because then you're less likely to hop back in the bed. Don't go back to bed, girl. (laughs) Once you're up, walk out in the kitchen, go to your bathroom, splash some cold water on your face, brush your teeth, do what you got to do to not get back in bed. Or maybe have a friend who is also trying to accomplish the same thing. Maybe you guys text each other. You're trying to wake up at 5, 6 a.m. and you know that Susan down the road is trying to do the same thing. So you you text her at 6 and say, yo, Susan, I'm up. Are you up, girl? And you guys are accountability buddies and you keep each other motivated. Overall, the three things to create more integrity in your life and more importantly, creating integrity with yourself versus just having integrity with other people. Number one, figuring out what your values are. So what is important to you and why is it important to you? Number two, taking an assessment of those values, figure out where you are living in integrity and where you are living out of integrity. And once you cultivate that awareness, then you can finally take steps to change it, which is number three, relying on accountability systems in the beginning until it becomes a habit. So I don't care what you got to do. If you got to hire somebody to follow your ass around and knock you out of your bad habits every single day until you create better habits, you got to do what you got to do. You have to be relentless about this stuff because we are creatures of habit. So whether they are bad habits or they are good habits, we are going to continue doing them every single day. And making an effort to change your habits takes a lot of work in the beginning. But after 21-ish days, so think three weeks of you trying to make this a habit, it actually starts to become easier and feel like it's part of your life and it feels like it flows naturally, just like your habits, whether good or bad, are flowing in your life today. And habits are honestly the thing that take us from living a mediocre life where we're just letting life pass us by, we're kind of aimlessly wandering through life and we say we want things, but we never actually do or take steps to achieve them, to living a life of your freaking wildest dreams. It's insane, but it really is true because we set these lofty goals for ourselves. We set these New Year's resolutions. We set these intentions. We have dreams. We have goals. Maybe when we grew up, we always dreamed of being a lawyer or writing a book or doing all of these things. And as we become adults, we let those fall to the wayside. We think that they might not be possible for us anymore. We don't even think they're a realistic opportunity or possibility at this point. But honestly and truthfully, you can do 
anything you set your mind to as long as you have solid habits in place that keep you in integrity with your values, with your goals, and with what you say you want the most out of this life. And that means showing up every single day, even when you don't feel like it, because that is when it's most important. It's not waiting until you feel like doing something. It's being in integrity with your values, whether you feel like it or not. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that by practicing what we laid out today and even just making the subtle mindset shift that you are worth showing up for, you can start living in integrity, not only with others, because that's the easy part when somebody says, yo, you're going to get fired if you don't come to work at nine o'clock, but also to start living in integrity with yourself, that is going to lead you to creating the life of your dreams. And that's what we're here for. We're trying to create the body and the life of our dreams and live beyond our wildest, most spectacular imagination and possibilities of what we can create in our life because it's possible. You just got to show up. You got to do the work. You got to set intentions and live in flow, but you also got to know when to crack down on your bad habits and put better ones in place of those bad habits. I love you so much and I'm so proud of you. You're doing amazing. I love you so, so much. If you have any questions, head over to juliebrewer.com. You can find out about my coaching there. You can find my blog. You can find all of my podcast episodes. You can find my newsletter list that I email exclusively to a couple times a month so you can stay in the loop with everything I have going on and also tips and tricks I don't share anywhere else about creating a body and life you love. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.